Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my god. Shot two. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Shot, shot three. three. See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. I'm it was a little rough. Don't you do it. My mouth is watering. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. Welcome to three shots in. I'm Jake. I'm Jess. This is episode 24 and we're talking about pettiness. Yes. All things petty. Petty. Like, you know, when... When you make your your fence uh, with next to your neighbor's wall that you share, you make it super tall because because fuck your neighbors. Like a floodlight on the very edge of like your property. Yeah. So that it shines more into theirs than yours. Yeah. Or your HOA complains because I don't know your your cars aren't washed or something, and so you put up a giant ham radio in your front yard because legally they can't take it down. They can't. Yeah. No. Oh, that's weird. No ham radio's got to stay up. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Fuck you, HOAs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pettiness. That's what we're discussing. I went the historical route. What about you? Mm. Uh, I went a lot more um, not so historical, per se. Okay. Um, but more iconic. Iconic. Yes. These are celebrities. Oh, you're talking about famous people. Yes. Famous petty. people. Famous who, people are petty? I mean, who would have thought, right? That's, I thought they were also um, humble. I don't know what the word would be. What's the opposite yes. of petty? No, gracious. Gracious, yeah, but they're not. Okay. They're not. Wow, news to me. Yeah. Well, anyway, Jake, we took shots of Hemador tonight. Oh, yeah, we did. <clears throat> I enjoyed it quite a lot. Normally I do. I think it was specifically because this Hemador was in the cabinet where we normally keep all of our booze, and that cabinet got really warm mm-hmm. because it's, you know, really fucking warm outside. <laughs> yes. Um, it is June. Yeah, it, it's hot. It's normally we don't get into like the hundreds. We've been getting the low hundreds here. But on top of the the heat, we also have, you know, 80% humidity or more. Right. That honestly spells disaster for us come August. Yeah. Means we're going to get up to, I don't know, 105. Maybe. 109. But we're going to have those days where it's 100 degrees and it's raining. And then for the next five days, it's 100% humidity. Really cool lightning storms, though. Oh, yeah, it's so much fun. And then your power goes out and you're sweating in your apartment because it's, you know, 95 degrees and it's two, two, three in the morning. It's supposed to be like the coldest time of the day. Jacob. What? We want people to move here, don't we? Look, summer sucks. The rest of the year is great. It really is. But in the spring, I hear people with allergies are pretty fucked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It hurts pretty bad. It's pollen central over here. But I mean, just, you know, dope up. You know, wake up in the morning, you pop your non-drowsy Claritin or, you know, whatever you take, and then you carry your nasal spray with you everywhere. I mean, that's just, you got you to be prepared for it. Right. I'm um, genetically uh, gifted, we'll say, in that I have no allergies at all. Okay. So I love the spring, and I think it's fantastic. Um, everything's green. It's beautiful, that kind of thing. I just definitely don't like the heat, but East Texas is pretty great. You should... Move here. <laughs> yeah, everyone should move here and invest all of their money into the economy here. And also invest all your money into Three Shots In. You can do that. ThreeShotsIn.com. Yes, please visit. Jacob designed it by hand. He worked day yes. and night for like hour. <laughs> for like hour. <laughs> like at least, like definitely more than one hour. <laughs> 
Um, no, but for sure. Thank you for doing that. And through that, you can connect to all of our social media accounts. We do go live on Instagram. Unfortunately, the last few weeks, it's been unannounced. Yeah. You know, but just we were trying to keep you on your toes. So yeah, we're being spontaneous. Exactly. That, exactly. I heard that's really in. I think so. Yeah. I think it is. So join us on Instagram at Three Shots In Podcast. We go live. We have a wonderful time. We have a great time, though, with our patrons. We do. And we'd like to say thank you. Thank you, Mom and Dad, obviously. Thank you, Terry and Danny, who are very close to our hearts. And thank you to our dear friends and wonderful, very generous patrons, TJ, Ricky, Sweet Sam, David, Jeremy, Thomas, and Abria. We love you. The, just the best. And I have some wonderful news to share. Is it what I think it is? I, I mean, I, now I don't know, but probably. Thank you so much, patrons. We have officially paid off our sound equipment. Oh, yes, we have. We have. It's done. This is ours now. We own it. So now we can get rid of it and buy new stuff. <laughs> and buy even more expensive things. <laughs> Can't wait. Just kidding. What we actually plan to do, hopefully, is get some video gear in here uh -huh. so that we can record it. We can put stuff up for you on YouTube. So thank you guys for getting us here. We are so, so, so grateful. Can't wait to see what the future holds. Me neither. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, life update, Jake. How you been? All right. Please only 10 words or less. Oh, oh, okay. Um, have been keeping busy oh. with phone as well as television. Interesting. Are you trying to say you've been playing a lot of video games? No, I said I've been busy with my phone. Are you playing video games on your phone? I am. Diablo Immortal is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been having a blast. Yeah, I have a lot of like photos and videos I need to transfer to my computer or something. Too much space. I won't ah, be able to download it. Gotcha. Which is a shame. I do yeah. really love, I love Diablo 3. Yeah, it's fun. Mm -hmm. I've been having a blast with it. It's like you can, like basically like if you want to do like a mission or whatever, at most it takes 15 minutes. Oh. So like you can log in, play for 15 minutes and that's it. Cool. And like you don't you don't need to keep going. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a really cool game. I enjoy it. Great quality. Um, and then television. I mean, we've been we've been really like pounding Netflix. You know. Whoa. Yeah, hardcore pounding. Um, because we want to cancel it, but <laughs> <laughs> we had we had to finish Ozark, which we finally did. Sure. Great show. Mm -hmm. Loved it through and through. Um, and now we're on Stranger Things. Right. And Stranger Things season four. Part two comes out Friday, so I'm assuming this weekend we will finish it and cancel Netflix once and for all. Uh, and then, you know, obviously get it again when Stranger Things 5 comes out. Mm. But until then, they lose us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gone. Especially if they put commercials. Fuck them. I don't know. I don't know where you guys sit with that controversy. And my opinion... <laughs> moving right past that. Bro, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Because like I was, I was drinking. I was looking I'm so up. Sorry. I did not see it happen. I dropped, I dropped my little um, robot figure <laughs> onto <laughs> one of the buttons. Sorry about that. Nothing creepy has happened. Only that's some... probably all cut. So just, it's fine. <laughs> or do we leave it in because we're fucking stupid? <laughs> we're fucking stupid. Maybe we will. Anyway, so as far as I don't know this Netflix controversy, I know they fired a bunch of people and. That's that's not a nice thing to hear, but I'm one of I'm one of those where I have my political opinions, you know, but I really appreciate when a story is valued for the story and not used as a medium to 
get people to agree with you. you I'm know? not. I'm not canceling Netflix because of their political leanings. I'm canceling Netflix because they're going to put fucking ads. I know, but they're trying to make an effort to value the entertainment. Like they've fallen behind because of their poor choices. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that sucks. I have hopes that they can redeem themselves, but as of right now, HBO Max all the way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Terry feels the same way you do, but I'm trying my hardest to maintain our Netflix subscription. I don't know. I have a lot of respect for that. That's a difficult choice to make Look, and it's it's a that's an extreme move. If streaming Netflix was free, 100% free with ads, okay? That's fair. That's more than fair. But if I'm paying the now 18 or 20 bucks a month that you have to pay for fucking Netflix and I got to watch ads, I don't think so. I know. I, I don't think so. I understand where you're because coming from. Because it takes me less than 3 minutes. And I could find the entire season of Stranger Things online right now and watch it all. Do you mean? Now, I would never do that because I'm not a pirate. Whoa. Okay. I would Relie never do that. Relieved to hear that. Yeah. But let's just say I wanted to. I could easily. Mm, right. Now, I respect Netflix more than I respect Disney. Okay. Because I'm not saying, again, that I'm a pirate. But if I wanted to watch something Disney, perhaps I would dabble in some pirateering. You would dabble in pirateering? Perhaps. So hypothetically. Hypothetically, I hypothetically, would. Hypothetically, you would pirate in a situation, a dire situation. Yes. That hopefully never happens. Right. Okay. I think I know what you mean. Thankfully, and, though, okay. Disney has been putting out nothing but garbage, so I haven't had the the temptation at Right. All. Very questionable <laughs> story choices. And like I said, however you fall politically, I have a lot to say about it. That'll have to be, uh, if not a separate podcast- just not a part of this one. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I like a good story. Netflix has pleasantly surprised me many times. For example, The Ritual. If you are fans of horror, please go on Netflix and watch The Ritual if you have access to it. If not, I understand. It may be available for rent somewhere else, honestly. Um, but The Ritual was an incredible horror film. It was, I was great. very happy with it. It was great. Beautiful. Well, we're getting off topic. It is your update now. We are. That's true. My update, 10 words or less, or else my salary is at stake. Mm -hmm. As um, a listener and patron previously explained. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Exciting changes, more space, new studio. Looking forward to that. <laughs> wow, you really wanted to use the 10 words. Well, I wanted to use way more than that, but my salary was at stake, you see. Yes. So, yeah, new changes. Um, Terry and I have both been working freelance. I don't know if any of you knew that. We hardly ever talk about you, it. You never do. Rarely. Ever. Never. Ever. Right. Never talk about work. Sure. But my my pursuits have been kind of split between like the podcast and work and stuff because I don't work a nine to five. I'm very tempted to limit the jobs I take so that I have more opportunity to edit and stuff. Right. And I have been looking into like ways to get our name out there. You are a very loyal audience, but we do need more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we need more of you. We do. We need more. We have big dreams. Mm -hmm. You hear? Big ones. Um, but yeah, Terry has also been working freelance, and recently it's really been paying off. He's put in a lot of hard work, so we're doing great. Very excited. We're going to move into a new house this summer, hopefully, and that definitely will be a place that has a lot more space which means we'll have a much larger studio to work with and much more room to actually implement these, you know, this video equipment we're hoping to 
get in here pretty soon, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about. I, really I am, am also excited about it. I really am. Yeah, because I feel like people really need to see our faces. You, you know, do, you do feel. I that? don't know about I don't know about your face. Okay. I don't know if I'm confident with your face, but I'm very confident with mine. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. I think my face is just perfect for the podcast. For the podcast. Okay. Yeah, and like the the listeners, they're listening to me speak, and they don't know that I have a perfectly trimmed beard. <laughs> You know, right. They have no idea. They really, they really don't know. I work so hard to keep this beard perfectly trimmed. You brush it. I brush it. You oil it. I actually put bomb. In oh, it. oh, oh. Not oil. Okay. My bad. Yeah. It's like animal fats. You use animal fats. You I'm said. pretty sure. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's now. Okay. I'm not positive because I don't read the ingredients and I'm not lame as shit. Okay. But when they were selling it to me, they were like, do you want this one or do you want this one? And I was like, what's the difference? They're like this one's vegan. And I was like, yeah, no, give me the other one. <laughs> Didn't even ask what any other difference was. I was like, I want the other one. I mean, I don't know. I thought I heard that like bone marrow is what they use to help create gelatin. Maybe. I don't know. So maybe like the balm in order to give maybe it I that Maybe I got bone marrow in my beard right bone, now. Bone marrow beard over there. It is what it is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Listen, the animals are dying anyway. Yeah, fuck them. Respect them by using every single piece. You know what I mean? Yes. It's already happening. What are you going to do? Throw their extra pieces in a landfill or Just throw something? away their marrow? When you could be making beard wax. Gosh. So wasteful. Anyway. It's it's time for it's time. the first wheel spin. I'm going to do it. Go ahead. I'm going to do it. Go. All right. That's a good spin. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Brushing your teeth or wiping your ass. <laughs> you must give one up. Yikes. So you either got to stop brushing your teeth or you got to stop wiping your ass. I mean, obviously I have to give up brushing my teeth. I don't want to be walking around with swampy ass all the time. <laughs> you don't want the swamp ass? I don't want that swamp ass, you know, so I'll have to have like nasty, greasy, plaquey teeth all the was, time. Dude, the plaque would build so quick. Maybe I could just do like do rinses. And then like, instead. like the plaque builds and then you drink coffee and so your teeth look gray Oh. and fucked. No, I'll just like, I'll, like I said, I'll find ways to rinse it. Can't brush, but I'll, I'll find like cool rinses. You just, you just smile in the shower every day for like two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that it just spritzes you. Uh Uh-huh. They have, you know, they have whitening mouthwash. Sure. I'll just like, you know. You need the plaque removing my mouthwash first and then the whitening. That's what I'm saying. Like instead of brushing, if that's my option, it says swish for only 30 seconds. I'll have to swish for much longer than that. But okay, so you, instead of brushing your teeth, you follow a very strict um, oral mouthwash regimen. Right. And I would have to remove from my diet, although maybe that would see, maybe that'd be a good thing because I'd probably lose a bunch of weight. I'd have to remove all the like gunky stuff that gets stuck in my teeth, delicious as mm. it may be. No more gushers? No more. I mean, I hadn't, I haven't had one of those in like a thousand years. So there you go. Anything okay. like that too, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no more popcorn? No, because it said no brushing. Everywhere. I can still floss. Okay. Okay. Uh, no more like breads. Yeah. Because the breads sometimes get stuck in there. Very often. Yeah. Like the soft, like that sort of consistency, you know, mm-hmm. where it turns pasty in your mouth when That's you chew gross. it. gross. Stop talking. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, Jessica, you are a fool. I am? You are a fool. Okay. I would give up wiping my ass. Ew. Yes. Now, there is logic behind it. Okay. okay. Behind number one. It. Oh, uh, <laughs> number one, 
my teeth are perfect and everyone should see them. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be ashamed of them. Okay. You should be able to maintain your teeth. Everyone should be able to see my perfect teeth. Okay. That's, it's their right for being on this earth, honestly. Sure. Just to see perfection in teeth form. <laughs> um, and the second op, second reason is because Jessica, I don't know if you know this, but my body is very strong. You're, whoa. So strong. That you could just shoot the poop out of your asshole so fast it doesn't leave anything behind? That's not where I was going, <laughs> but I'm inclined to believe this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that it could just, boom, shoot out, and then there's <laughs> nothing left, right? Um, also, while I do, I will, in fact, if this were to happen, I will be in pain almost every single day uh-huh. for at least six to eight hours. Okay. Right? Because normally I poop at 10 o'clock right. at work, right? It's pretty early. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope everybody has a morning poop. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, that's not my morning poop. That's like my snack poop. I don't understand. Do you poop well, before that? Yeah, yeah. Usually I poop at like 6.45. Oh. Because I wake up at like 6.30. Okay. And then I poop usually at like 6.45. Okay. Um, and then I don't have to poop again usually until like 10. Wow. But when it's when it's 10 o'clock, like I got to go, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm waiting for my coworker to show up so that I can go to the bathroom. You know, it's just the struggle. Anyway, we don't need to get into that. Sure. Okay. Okay. What we need to focus on is that my body is strong. Okay. And while the pain will come, I can hold my poop <laughs> for the entirety of the day. I'm sorry. You're saying you would give up your poopy lifestyle? Yes. And hold your poop? Hold my poop. I would only be pooping twice a day. And that's because I really only want to take two showers a day. You know? Why would you have to use a shower? Oh, to, to wash the poop off. Why wouldn't you just get a bidet or something? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I get one. Well, I mean, I didn't think about that either. Yeah. Uh, that didn't even occur to I me. Guess I, I feel like that's cheating. I could also just get a bidet. Well, yeah. there's no wiping though. It just like super washes your taint and like whole. Okay. Well then I also invest portable bidet. Cool. Yeah. You just get like a jar in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a turkey baster. <laughs> <laughs> There are ways around it. You see, you've convinced me. I think I could make it work. Yes. I could clean my ass every single time I did my number twos. Uh-huh. Without well, using toilet paper. How often do you poop a day? You know, give or take? Like a lot. Um, really? Not as much as you, probably. Because I poop it, I, on a bad day three, maybe four times. That's a bad day for you? Yeah, that's a slow day. Oh, that's a slow day. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a, so, like I have stomach cramps in between those. Oh, yeah, see, I don't have, like, you know, probably acute IBS. Like Yeah, you I got, like, undiagnosed IBS, probably. <laughs> I, I'm i pretty normal, I, I'd like to think. So I think I, I probably go, like, I mean, two is the minimum, and that's that's an off day for me. Okay. A good day, and, you know, a, really an average day is, like, three to four. Okay. I poop a lot. Yeah, I like to make sure that I poop at least two times while I'm at work. Wow. Yeah, because I want to I want to be paid while I'm pooping because that's fun. That makes sense. Yeah. To me, I mean, I don't know about others, but it makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't take breaks at work. So although, you know, if you can't wipe your ass, does that mean you can't dry it after using the bidet? Yes. I mean, honestly, the trade is fair. At least it's wet with water and not. Well, you're a woman. Poop. If you had a pad in your pants, mm -hmm. no one would question it. That's true. If I have a pad in my pants. There are there will be many questions. No, no one would notice. It would just right. look like your dong was but like in the in the off chance larger or something. <laughs> it's like wow, your penis is really 
like lined you, <laughs> on the edges. I, do you think pads are visible through the pants? My pants? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What kind of pants do you wear? Pants that show off my, my legs and my butt. <laughs> you wear skinny jeans. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I look great. <laughs> Actually, I don't have a butt. These are the only pants where it looks like I might <laughs> have so, some butt. <laughs> Just so you know, girls wear skinny jeans all the time. And you can wear a pad in that and it not be obvious to anybody what you're wearing. I'm imagining, though, I would need like the really big pads, you know? Maybe. I promise being someone who's worn the like really big, you may as well be wearing a diaper sized pads. Yeah. And sorry to all you guys who are really squeamish. I know that, that this might be really gross to some people. Okay. Number one, grow up. Number two, s- stay grown. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, I guarantee you can get away with it and no one will know. Huh. I promise. You know I, have, what? I specifically have worn tight, tight skinny jeans and been in a situation where I'm like, oh, my God, I wasn't ready for, you know, my, you know, monthly visitor showing up unexpectedly and extremely inconveniently. And someone being like, sorry, I don't have tampons. I just have this enormous fucking like basically a diaper that you can shove in, in your pants. Yeah. And I had to. I had no other choice. And it's a dual purpose. You can either use it for your period or, or you can use it to like... A flotation device yeah. if you crash <laughs> in the water. Yeah, something like that. But you, it's fine. No one will be able to tell. It's really not visible. Well, then there we go. We buy pads. Actually, we brained pads. <laughs> three shots in pads. Um, I don't think I want to do that. Because you can put three shots of blood or water into that before you got to change it. You know? Why would you do that? What do you mean? Why would you put stuff on it before you put it on? No, no, no. Before you change it. You, I'm sorry. These are like, like demonstrations to like how how much it absorbs. Like a woman can sneeze three times <laughs> while wearing our pads. Only three. Well, because every time a woman is on her period, she sneezes. I'm assuming the blood shoots out. Correct. Of her vagina. Absolutely correct. <laughs> in, a, in a fierce fashion, like a super soaker. Um, our pads yeah. will be able to absorb three of them. It's like Old Faithful. Uh, old Faithful. It rumbles and everything. So it's like a geyser. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm imagining. We can catch three of them with our pads. We can't guarantee more. You can risk it. In fact, we encourage it. Mm-hmm. But it's not recommended. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So I'm not sure how I'm on. So if the if the blood shoots out when you sneeze, does it also shoot out when you cough? Yep. Huh. I mean, what if you were to like plug your nose and like push? Yep. Yeah. Squat down. Yep. Uh huh. Get scared. Yep. The blood just do jumping jacks. Yep. Lift weights. Yep. What if you go running? Uh, no. No, not for running. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I guess I, I said jumping jacks. I'll say squats. Oh, okay. Well, I think that answers all the questions that we have, including the <laughs> wheel. <laughs> we were very thorough with that wheel. So, uh, sorry. And also, we're ready to move on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I am ready to start, so. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going first. I'm it's ready me. to hear about these celebrities that were really petty. I had no idea that celebrities could be like that. It's really weird. Are your pages out of order? Did you mix a separate story. Yep. I uh, mixed uh, an entirely different episodes notes into my <laughs> notes and I was very confused. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember talking about coffee <laughs> today in, in the petty episode. Okay. Well, so we're going to start. Okay. I, I did find celebrities that did petty things. Okay. Okay. Now these were usually out of like, you know, spite or anger or whatever, the that, normal things that cause pettiness. Right. Some of them just kind of happened out of nowhere and no one really knows why. Okay. You know, um, I do hear celebrities can be unpredictable. Yes. Like unpredictably petty. And then it leads to like, you know, retaliation pettiness, which then leads to like actual revenge pettiness. Yeah. Revenge pet. Whoa. 
Yeah, it happens. Revenge pimp? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna start, and uh, this one is the, the oldest one that I have. Okay. So throughout the 70s, okay, until, you know, he dies in 1988, this guy, uh, Generoso Pope Jr., was the owner of the National Enquirer. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the National Enquirer apparently always, they're located in Florida, um, they would always put up the largest Christmas display in Florida. Whoa. So. You mean like public? Public viewed. Yeah, like they had the they had the biggest fucking tree and all the lights and the whole nine. Okay. So I'm assuming it's got to be pretty big because I, I would imagine that Disney World would have had that record or something. But yeah, National Enquirer. Okay, did. that's kind of funny. Yeah. So um, at their their Florida headquarters, they had you know all this Christmas shit. I mean, lights everywhere, huge ass tree, and in the 80s, while you know they had their Christmas shit up. They were talking some trash, like the Inquirer does. I'm sorry, the National Inquirer? The National Inquirer. Was talking trash about something? Maybe they were talking a little trash. Okay. About Burt Reynolds. <gasps> oh, I hear he is well-loved. He is well-loved. They had apparently been been talking about him, like on and off, and he, he hated it, because they were all up in his private life, and so you know what? He decided to take matters into his own hands. Okay. In 1985. Okay. So no one, this is not make news. No one knew about this at all until a 2015 interview. Okay. That is very recent. That is 30 years later. <laughs> oh my God. At an interview. Okay. He says, quote, I had about a hundred horses at the time and that's a lot of horse shit. So I took two huge nets and filled them both obviously with horse shit. Yeah. And at about three in the morning, my ranch foreman and I took the helicopter down to the wonderful National Enquirer, which was just down the street from me in Lantana, Florida. I didn't think it was right that they had the largest Christmas tree in the United States. It wasn't right. So I dumped- Horse shit. All of my horse shit on top of the tree and watched it cascade down. It was a beautiful sight and I felt so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So knowing the National Quir National Inquirer. They had it coming. <laughs> yes. But knowing the National Inquirer, I would have thought that like Burt Reynolds dumping a bunch of literal horse shit on top of their Christmas display would have made like front the front page. Well, I think it was they didn't know who it was. They didn't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it makes it sound like they never figured out who it was. It was a stealth bombing. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he waited until they couldn't make a, like, legal issue about it? I don't know. It was three in the morning. This is in 1985. I would imagine the cameras aren't great. Sure. So, and who's angling a camera, a security camera, above the Christmas tree? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Were there people around it still? It was three in the morning. So no. There shouldn't be. I mean, there Not was probably really. some Florida crackheads. Not really. You know, hanging out under the tree or something. So basically they won't even notice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, a crackhead smells like poop. <laughs> nothing surprise. odd. Nothing odd here. <laughs> that was mean. Sorry if you're a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a crackhead and you're listening to our show, we do love you. <laughs> subscribe on Patreon. Yeah, go subscribe on Patreon. We're, we cost less than a rock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't expect to go off on crackheads on the petty episode, but here we are. Well, you know what? It's in the spirit of the episode. <laughs> so, 
next, right? The first time we talked about Burt Reynolds. Sure. Next, we're talking about Rihanna and Tayana Taylor. Okay. Now, I, I'm assuming like you had never heard of Tayana Taylor. I don't think I have, no. Okay. I think she was a rapper, a like female rapper who like tried to make it into the scene. Okay. Um, in there are a lot of them now, but I don't know when the, when did this happen? I don't have the date, but I wanted to say it was like early 2010s. Okay. Not so as like, many, not as many then. If she, if she was going to make it, she would have made it by now. Okay. I don't think she did make it. All right. Which is why we probably don't know her name. So Tayana, right? Miss Taylor had posted a cover of Anita Baker's caught up in the rapture. Okay, on Instagram, which I'm assuming this means something to some people. Okay. It seemed important to the story, so I left it in. Um, about a couple weeks later, Rihanna shared a video of her male uh, stylist. Okay. Not only butchering the song, but was wearing a, a, a backward snapback with hairstyle that was similar to Tayana's in the clip. So they were making, they were mocking her. Okay. Okay. And they, they put this up on social media. Of course. For everyone to see. Naturally. So, obviously, Tayana got a little butthurt. So Tayana started to uh, express her anger on Twitter. Oh, no. Yes. So she said Rihanna was being petty and that that bitch knew what the fuck she was doing. That's a quote. Um, she said that... Um, now, obviously, a lot of these tweets in this interaction have since been deleted. Okay, maybe, maybe not, because Tayana, you know, made many comments about Rihanna being assaulted by Chris Brown. Oh, <gasps> no. Yeah. So, you know, they were getting real personal. Real petty. Real petty and real oh, personal. Oh, my goodness. With their, their Twitter battle. Yeah. Um, Rihanna eventually, like, ended the kind of Twitter battle by saying that I refuse to help your career you will not get an at for me, which she didn't at her the entire time. Um, not until you pay me, right? And put hashtag no more free promo because this woman is fighting Rihanna, who is crazy famous. Very popular at that time. And so time. now she's gaining popularity because of it. So Rihanna was like, yeah, that's done because I don't want you to be famous because fuck you. Can't take a little joke. So later on, I mean, this is a couple of weeks down the road. Uh, Rihanna had tweeted, I hate broke bitches. Uh-oh. And Tayana commented, shit, I hate broke bitches too. Right? They found some common ground. They oh, both they hate, both, they, they both, both. They feel the same way. They both hate broke, broke bitches. They can bond over it. Yeah. And so maybe that was it. Maybe that was, maybe that was like common ground, right? Ceasefire was called, um, not the case. Oh. Because Rihanna then changed the header of her Twitter um, with a side-by-side -side comparison of her net worth and Tayana's net worth. Oh my goodness. So Rihanna's net worth being 90 million. Rihanna. <laughs> and Tayana's net worth being 500,000. Petty, petty, <laughs> petty. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yikes. Very petty. Very yikes. <laughs> Ouch. See, I was thinking, I was like, oh, cool. They'll both bond over hating people like me and you. <laughs> yeah, they hate us. <laughs> but no, she meant like, you know, people who aren't worth $90 million. Yeah. She gotcha. meant like by by poor, by broke bitches, she meant like. Most of the world. The lower upper class and lower. 
<laughs> Great. And everything below them. Right. Yeah, that's what she meant. Yikes, Rihanna. Yeah. Dang. So it happens. It happens. Next. This one, we're not going to go into every detail because there are far too many because this essentially started in 2009 and it goes up until like present day. Whoa. Okay. okay. But it's not crazy until, you know, it gets there. So. Okay. Kanye and Drake. Huh. Okay. That's Kanye West, the rapper. Yeah. And that's I'm, Drake, the rapper. I'm aware of them both. I did not know that they had a feud. Well, most people really wouldn't because they were apparently friends. They collaborated a bunch together throughout okay. the years. Sure. Um, in 2009, Drake called Kanye the most influential person. Okay. So like they were clearly friends. Sure. And then in 2010, uh, Drake had a verse in one of his songs who was mocking Amber Rose, who had just broken up with Kanye West. Kanye did not like that. And so in his next song, he made, you know, some slander about Drake and so on and so on. And these little tiny little things just kept happening, right? Okay. Of like, maybe, uh, maybe there's- friends were turned into enemies. Kind of, like maybe there was beef starting, but then they would work together on an album. And so it didn't really make sense. Like okay. they both worked together on, uh, in 2015, they both worked on Big Sean's album, uh, Blessings. Okay. Right? And then a year later, Drake makes an album, uh, Summer 16. Yeah. Okay. Which had a, which had a small diss about Kanye. And so Kanye then made a song with DJ Khaled where he just talked nothing but shit about Drake. Ah, he upped the ante. He did. So this just goes back and forth. Like I said, like it's not huge, right? It's not it's not Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakar, right? They're not they're not shooting each other. Okay. Okay. They're just they're just dissing each other back and forth. So it's words, not sticks and stones. Sticks and stones stones can break my bones. Words oh, can never hurt me. But words can never hurt me. Sounds like they were really trying to use the words though. Yeah, they were they were using their words. Okay. To to as weapons. Their words were like daggers, I'm sure. Um I've never heard of any of these songs, so I can't actually <laughs> I can't actually tell I, you. I'm not I'm not a huge rap fan. I dabble, but really not so much. Yeah. So things keep going, right? As the years go on, they keep getting at each other. Um then in December of 2020, um their their feud kind of kind of grew exponentially they got into a twitter battle and oh my well, gosh so it was ser a serious one it was kind of like a one-way battle though why is that um because drake didn't tweet all that much but kanye tweeted 125 times oh so kind of one-sided okay okay now now it led to uh kanye was demanding that drake get rid of quote faker than wrestling from one of his songs because he was referring to Kanye. Um, Drake said no and demanded an in-person apology for other things that Kanye had said about him. Like I said, they're just being petty and stupid. Yeah. Right? And yeah. very publicly. Um, well, Kanye finally had enough. Oh, what, yeah. did he, what did he do about it? So while they were having this intense Twitter battle, yeah, Kanye decided, fuck it. It's over, I'm done. And he stopped replying. Okay. The very next thing he did was he went to his other social media platforms. In fact, all of them. 
where the, he posted. So all of them besides Twitter. Where where he posted um, a Google Maps screenshot of Drake's house. Oh <gasps> no! Yes, he doxed Drake. Oh my god! <laughs> because Drake pissed him off for the final time. <laughs> oh, that's sad. They used to be friends. Yeah, I mean. Look, Drake was, he's, he acted very cool about it. He commented like um, laughing emojis. Like, I mean, there's nothing you can fucking do. It's you know, there. like yeah. it was, what's done is done. That thing has already been screenshotted 10,000 times. There are already people driving over to Drake's house. <laughs> like you, there's nothing to be done at this yeah. point. It is what it is. Um, yeah. So he was a good sport about it. And apparently they've worked together since then. So like they don't necessarily, I just feel like they both like, shitting on each other when their careers are like taking a small hit, you know? Yeah. So I was actually going to mention that when they're down in the points, pretty sure that, I mean, and it's smart of them uh -huh. celebrities when, you know, when they, they become less popular, create controversy so that they become a little more popular. Yeah. It's ingenious. Yeah. It's what I would do if I was, you know, after popularity. I mean, I get it right. Yeah. I would fake that shit. If it meant they, millions, they fake, they fake marriages. Yeah. Like why wouldn't they also fake feuds? Yeah, easy peasy. I mean, didn't, I don't know if it was actually fake, but didn't Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart like say that they were like essentially forced to pretend that they were in a relationship? Everyone has been. Yeah. Every single actor in any film with like a romantic secondary character ends up having to date that person. Like they don't say that it's contractual. Really seems like it is though. I mean, look, they're like, hey, if you just pretend to date this person, you will make an extra like 50%. It just like, make, I mean, that just it, makes sense. It makes like, sense. It's about publicity. Yeah. You know, it, they're just trying to get attention for their latest. I mean, it's work related. The more attention you get, the more money you get. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, totally get it. I would do it. I'm not above it. <laughs> so um, the last story here, this one was my personal favorite. Okay? okay. That's why I saved it for last. It's not necessarily the juiciest. Okay. I just love everything about this story. Okay. All right. So Martha Stewart and Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, obviously everyone knows Martha Stewart. She has her, you know, home goods type of shit. But what not everyone knows is that Gwyneth Paltrow tried to get in the home goods game as well. I okay. actually think I did know that, but. Right. A lot of people do, but most people probably don't know. The only reason I know is because of K-Rock. Gwyneth Paltrow. Goopy. Started Goop. Mm -hmm. G-O-O-P. Yep. And in 2013, um, apparently Martha Stewart was asked about like what, what she thought about goop. Um, and she passive aggressively. Oh, apparently replied and that, uh, replied to, uh, Bloomberg TV that quote, she just needs to be quiet. She's a movie star. If she were confident in her acting, she wouldn't be trying to be Martha Stewart. Whoa. So Martha Stewart is coming in hot. Okay. <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> so basically, you're not allowed to have anything more than a single ambition. Yes. Wow. Yes, because if you do, then you're coming after Martha Stewart, and she means war. Right. Okay? So, you know, yikes. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow actually had a very decent response to this. I was very shocked by hearing what she had to say. She said, quote, no one has ever said anything bad about me before, so I'm shocked and devastated I'll try to recover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. She's being sarcastic, <laughs> right? Course. And is basically like saying that Martha Stewart literally meant nothing to her. 
<laughs> Everything she said means nothing. Um, oh no! Now all my hopes and dreams are crushed. Well, and then then she added, she's like, if I'm if I'm being really honest, I'm so psyched that she sees us as competition. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, going to the Paltrow was like, thanks, Martha. You just said goop and just made me ten million dollars, right? <laughs> like, I mean, things were working out for Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, in fact, they were working out so well that Gwyneth Paltrow did her first petty move. Uh, just days after she said this quote, the former president and CEO of Martha Stewart Living, okay, um, Lisa Gersh, mm-hmm. was hired on as the Goop CEO. How exciting. So Gwyneth Paltrow paid her more <laughs> and said, come work for Goop. And uh, Gersh did. So she stole her, her CEO and president. Nice. So now- That's fair game to me. I mean, look, Martha Stewart came in hot, okay? She really did. She got what petty. Are you get from she that? got petty about it. Yeah, what are you gonna get from that? So in 2019, um, I guess Martha was asked again about this and she said, quote, I don't follow goop. Sometimes I look at products and that she's selling. I wish every young entrepreneur well, and I hope that there are many, many different kinds of entrepreneurs. If they're movie stars, or hardworking women like I am, who are not movie stars. I wish them even more luck. So movie stars don't work hard. They don't work hard. If they have a good idea, I want them to be able to succeed. So good luck, Gwyneth. Wow. So, I mean, look. Diva. Martha fucking doesn't like this bitch. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just what I'm getting from this, right? Which means Snoop doesn't like this bitch, okay? Oh, cause they're, they're homies. They're homies. They're tight, yeah. Okay. So I think that's hilarious. Um, there really wasn't a lot going on between them, okay? Okay. Except, uh oh. If you recall, Gwyneth Paltrow was married to the lead singer of Coldplay. I do remember that. I forget his name, Chris Martin. Okay. And they got divorced. Oh. Right. And they, when they announced their divorce publicly, they said that they had both declared their decision to quote consciously uncouple. Okay. Fancy way of saying we're breaking up. Sure. But it sounds like they were trying to make sure neither of their careers was affected by it. Right. They didn't want to say that one was a bad person or one was the other one was or have like eight, 10, 15 years long of court battles like sure. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Cool. OK. I don't want that. I like that. So they, they said that they consciously uncoupled. Mm-hmm. Well, right after that, uh, Martha Stewart Living created an editorial about pies. Okay. Yeah. The entire editorial was called Consciously Coupling. Great. So the whole point was to say how every pie, I don't know, they made connections to how like pies are connected to family and family is connected to like married couples that can stay together. (laughs) Like the whole thing was a burn, was the entire thing. Sure. It was about, you can, you can get some pie recipes in there. Oh my goodness. But if you read it, I mean, it's, it's shitting on Gwyneth Paltrow. She's just getting indirect. It's like subtweets. It's petty. Oh, petty, petty, it's petty. very petty. And if you recall, Gwyneth Paltrow could be a little petty. And so she- So far, not so much with everything I'm hearing. Well, on her, on the Goop website, right? Where there's not very many recipes yet. Sure. She did post a recipe oh, on no. the Goop website. Okay. Maybe I spoke was, too soon. This was a recipe for the jailbird cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So she, she got a little petty. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. All that right. one was funnier. You know, like it wasn't an entire editorial about how, 
you know, mocking you, someone's divorce. Your marriage didn't work out and that makes you a sub person or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like she was comparing like, oh, like if if the pie crust uncouples from the blah, 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 then like it's a terrible pie and whatever. I read like some of it. It wasn't it was written very poorly. So like it wasn't like good enough for me to put it pull in. Sure. Like I'm probably giving it justice where it didn't deserve it. OK, so. But yeah, like the entire thing was literally just shitting on Gwyneth Paltrow's divorce. You were giving it more credit than it deserved. Yes, yes, because it was written very poorly. This was clearly done in like an overnight thing. She just got really pissed and was like, write an article about pies that's talking shit about her divorce. What happened was I guarantee Martha Stewart, right, who owns Martha Stewart Living, but she's not the editor. She doesn't edit that. Martha Stewart told the editor to do something. The editor had like, 45 minutes she to made, actually make that work. And she so made demands. two or three interns worked on this nonstop for 45 minutes and got it done. Right. So good for them. Right. They probably got little bonuses or something. I don't know. But yeah. Petty, wow. petty. Wow. Wow. Burt Reynolds, Rihanna, Kanye, Martha Stewart, and Gwyneth Paltrow. My, all my just goodness. super petty. My goodness. Well, Drake also was involved. Drake in was petty. That. Drake was so petty was, also. Tayana. Um, Tayana, Tayana Taylor. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't want to say... Tayana Taylor's name too many times. Whereas hashtag no more free promo. Okay. Oh, oh I'm not okay. giving her free promo You're on this sta- show you, anymore. You stand with Rihanna. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I do. You know, and then also the National Enquirer, they got petty. They didn't get petty. They're doing what they do, which is petty. It's not. They're not doing anything petty. Have you ever picked one up? A National Enquirer. Yeah. Yeah. They took a picture of you eating a burrito and be like. Jessica, they'll like, they'll make your cheeks look bigger. And they're like, Jessica Venata, uh, eight months pregnant, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But that's like, that is what they make their living on. Yeah. So no one was shocked by that. Just like no one was shocked that Kanye got petty. Yeah. Or like a picture of your face and be like, three shots in podcast. Can she eat a whole 12 pound burrito? (laughs) Three shots in, more like 300 pounds in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. A picture of you. Is she a horse? <laughs> Great. No, keep going. Uh, You're knocking him out of the park. I think I think I'm going to make a post. <laughs> <laughs> a National Enquirer like post. It's going to take a long time, but I, I'm really going to work on it. <laughs> OK, because I think that'd be so much fun. I wish you well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it is time for the break. It is. And I'm very excited for this break. Because I have not only something very, very funny to okay. show you that made me cry laugh while I was at work. <laughs> okay. But also, I got to pee. And so I'm going to go pee. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Do you have something funny to show me or are you just going to be lame? No, I was going to look up Tayana Taylor. Oh, maybe we'll know who she gonna, is or I something. I was going to listen to some of and her rap we'll songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, totally cool. All right. See you guys in a second. So we're watching The Boys. Of course. Right? Because The Boys is a fantastic show. It's incredible. Well, I know you recall in the opening of season three, there was a scene. Was it the dickhole scene? It happened to do with the dickhole. Mm. Yes. Um, if you are watching the show and you don't want to hear it, then, you know, fast forward. <laughs> I don't care because I'm going to talk about it. It's okay. We won't tell you whose dickhole it was. Yeah. No, I won't tell you. So there's a man that shrinks. Right. Yeah. And he climbs into another man's 
dickhole. That's true. And starts touching the sides. Of the dickhole. Of the dickhole to make him feel all sorts of things before he, you know, has a coke sneeze and expands to normal size and explodes the man. The small man expands. The small man expands into a regular man inside of the other man's penis. So there's blood and gore everywhere. Sure. Naturally. Of course. Well, did you know, Jessica, that that scene was not entirely CGI'd? Um, what? That is right. The creator of the show, right, Eric Kripke, (laughs) said that if they were to do this purely CGI, that it wouldn't be realistic and gross enough. Um, So they constructed an 11 foot tall, 30 foot long prosthetic penis. (laughs) (laughs) And they had the actor literally run and dive into it like you see in the show. (laughs) Just so you can see the size comparison. Okay. Here's a picture of the actor, his stunt double posing in front of this giant prosthetic penis. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, he ran and dove headfirst into it. And then the, when they're filming him, like, touch the sides and shit, mm-hmm. there's a camera in the penis. Inside it. Inside the giant prosthetic penis. And that, like, they're it's not CGI'd. <laughs> it's practical effects. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I actually really appreciate the dedication. Right? I really do. Right? Thanks, Katie, for showing me that today <laughs> at work. Oh, she loves the boys, too? <laughs> she does. Oh, great. She does. Love yeah. that show. Maybe um, we can do a whole a whole thing about that. I don't know. Terry actually helped them come up with that logo. They have a spray paint version of it. Uh-huh. Terry's the one who created that. Yep. He did all the, the promo art, I believe, for season one. Yeah, all of it. The, um, like, poster art and, like, it's called key art, which kind of covers a lot of bases. But he did all their, like, you know, billboard art and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I recall. I was very excited. Mm-hmm. Because the boys... I know I knew from the beginning that it was going to be great. Of course. And then Terry started working on it and started talking about it. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to make it even more gruesome than I thought (laughs) possible. And it's amazing. Love it. Yep. It's fantastic. It's based off of a comic series. It was a comic book series first. It was. Mm -hmm. There's a man that has to drink his mother's breast milk in order to survive, even though he's a full grown man. They haven't gone into that in the show at all. Uh, I don't I don't know if they're going to do that or not. They probably won't. I don't know. They probably will at some point. It'll be like mentioned very briefly as like a joke, but you never get verified whether or not it's true. Yeah. But if you read the comics, you know it is. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. There's also some fan theories going around because they already got renewed for season four and they did a little promo. They had like all the actors like posed, like holding up four fingers or whatever. I saw it. I tagged you in it. Yeah. Did you? On Instagram. Well, the fan theory is based on that video. Because did you see, did you notice who was not in that video? No. They had a lot of people in that video. Should I watch it again? Do you know who wasn't there? Who wasn't there? No. She's literally a dominatrix, like, mo- like mob boss. A Russian badass. dominatrix mob boss. Yeah. That's a terrifying combination. Yeah, yeah. Really cool character. Hope she sticks around. So I recently watched Top Gun, the new one. Okay. Maverick. Maverick, yes. And obviously Tom Cruise is in it mm-hmm. and, you know, hasn't aged somehow, right? In 30 years or whatever, however long ago it was. Right. Um, who has aged since I first fell in love with her. 
She's also in this movie. Oh, no. Who is it? No, no, no. She's aged, but in a good way. Oh, like wine? Yes. Yes. Jennifer Connelly. Oh, beautiful. She is fucking smoking. She's gorgeous. In this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Jennifer Connelly. I fell in love with her in The Labyrinth, Jessica, when I was like seven years old. I know. And here I am, falling in love again. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, the labyrinth awoke a lot of things in a lot of people. <laughs> uh, you, you you say that, and I know that you're mentioning David Bowie's penis bulge. So I didn't know how into dongs I was until his <laughs> enormous, inappropriate adult dong was in my face. <laughs> and I was like, I am strangely mesmerized by this. <laughs> you're like, I want the power of the voodoo. <laughs> Come here, Gareth. <laughs> What was it, Gareth the what? Uh, the Goblin King. The Goblin King. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, he gonna be Goblin something. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, you're 12. <laughs> God. There's so much pettiness in this world, Jessica. There is. We've so been we've been petty. We're a petty people. I, I mean, look, I've been petty, right? I, I do I do petty things. I I'm guilty of being petty as well. Yeah, Tom Petty. I'm sure he did some petty things. He probably did. He's dead now, but I'm sure he did when he was alive. I bet. You know who's never been petty a day in their life? Who? Our sponsors. <laughs> we would like to thank Tilted Tinker Woodcraft and Wizardry. Tilted Tinker is a company that makes woodcraft products. They make plaques with all sorts of, of hilarious sayings. Lots of sarcasm and underhanded insults. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories. That's right. And everything is assembled by hand all here in the United States. Made in the USA and it is family owned. They are close friends of ours. That's the most I'll say. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. But they are fantastic, and we do love their products. We own many of them. I have personally purchased several items. Oh, yeah. When I get drunk, I buy a lot of their shit. It's pretty great. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. You can reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. Nice. You should go, and you should buy something, listener, from their website, because they're awesome. Mm -hmm. And they love us just like we love you. And the better these ads do, the better it is for us as well. That's right. We're not receiving payment in money per se, but in actual favors. No, no. And, and I want no, we're more. Not, we're not I want more of them. That's not what we're getting. We're, yes. We don't get those. Yeah, they tinker with something, all right. Jacob, are you in the know? <laughs> I mean, I'm in the know, but I'm also in the No Republic. That's right. We are sponsored by the No Republic. They are a clothing brand who gives 20% of all proceeds to mental health awareness and suicide prevention in specifically high schools and colleges all around the United States. I didn't know that. Their clothing is unique and everything is done in house. I heard that they ventured with a third party and that third party didn't work out. So now that's right. Everything is crafted by hand, shipped with love and care. Yeah, they're an awesome company. They always give back and you can go on their website, The No Republic. Again, that's with a K, thenorepublic.com. Great customer service too. I reached out to them with a problem and they got back to me right away. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Normally people take like, you know, like within 24 hours, but how soon did they get back? Four hours. Whoa. 
Jessica's gone. This is my time to let you all know that you can email us, fanmail at threeshotsin.com. Subject should be Horsica. That's H-O-R-S-I-C-A, Horsica. Go ahead and attach an image of a horse. It could be an ugly horse. It could be a beautiful horse. It doesn't matter. Send us emails attaching a horse image with it. Subject line Horsica, nothing else. I love you. I hated that. I hated that. Tayana Taylor, you suck. Okay, that's the break. No more. All done. Over. Jessica, please. Wheel. Of course. Now. What did we land on? Well, I'm not going to lie to you, Jessica. We rigged this one. Oh, yes, I remember very, now. Very, very rarely do we rig the wheel. I know, but it was very relevant to the topic if it's the one I'm thinking of. It is. We brought it back. Yeah. And we agreed that the second wheel spin would be null and dumb and just useless. Sure. And we were going to choose this to be the wheel spin. So early on, back in season one, one of our first wheel spins was three petty wishes. And how fitting yes. for this episode about petty. Perfect. Perfectly in the spirit for this topic. Three petty wishes. Three. You well, have three of them. Let's let's try to uh, get them out rapid fire as possible if we can. Okay. 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 Nicholas Cage doesn't speak in any more roles. Oh, he doesn't speak in anything? Anymore. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, on, on that, I wish that uh, Toby Maguire ends his career now. Okay. Yeah. Um, Disney no longer owns the rights to the Alien franchise. Disney owns Alien? I just heard it recently. Ugh. I know. I'm so sad. But they haven't tried to do anything with it. I really hope they don't. And they just like resell to someone else. Uh, I don't they're not, know. They're not doing so hot right now anyway. That's, I guess that's true. I hope they resell. I thought maybe they were going to sell some X-Men or something. I don't think they have yet. Mm. Yeah. What's your second one? I wish that every time I had stomach pains. Yeah. So did all of my enemies. <laughs> That's a very Jacob answer. Yes. Because mind you, we had talked about earlier that like, if I just hold my poop, I'm guaranteeing stomach pains. <laughs> and so I can guarantee them pain every day. And Daily. I would do it. I would, I would linger in pain for six to 10 hours at work or you whatever. You would all suffer together. And I would make sure that they suffer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My next petty wish, oh, is that they make um, a Kingpin show starring um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Is that is that the guy that played Kingpin in the Daredevil show? It is. He was a fantastic. Oh, he Kingpin. was amazing. He was he was the light of that show. It's it's life breath even. Yes. Kept it going when it was faltering. That's why season two relied heavily on the Punisher, and then season three. Guess what they did? They brought him back. They brought him back, and it was amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's fantastic. I'd love a Kingpin show. Okay. I don't know. I don't know that you can make a show work of revolving around a man being just I'm evil. not saying it would be one of those that had, like, 10 seasons. 
It could even be a single season. I want to know how he went from being the poor chubby kid who killed his abusive father to rescue his mom to being a mob boss. I want to know that. His character is extremely interesting to me, mm-hmm. especially specifically the way he's portrayed him. I wish that every single reality competition show has Simon Cowell as a judge. <gasps> uh. Now, Jessica, these are all happening, I'm assuming, at the same time. So Simon Cowell's really tired. Oh, there's still only one of him? There's only one. <laughs> only one Simon Cowell. And he's got a he's got a film now every single reality competition show. Wow. He's going to be exhausted, which means he's going to be even more rude. And that's what I want. (laughs) I just want blatant, no sympathy, Simon Cowell. I want OG American Idol, Simon Cowell. Yeah. I want Simon Cowell before America's Got Talent was all like, ew, get rid of Piers Morgan because he's mean, you know? Oh. They got rid of Piers Morgan because he was mean. But it's fun when they're mean. I love it when they're mean. Like when, when fucking Piers Morgan would be like, ah, these kids are dancing and I just don't care for it. <laughs> okay. You know, I'd be like, yeah, fuck these kids, you know, and they just didn't agree with me. But they would agree with Simon Cowell. And so Simon could could do some terrible things while he's exhausted because obviously he's flying around the world recording mm. these shows. Like Santa. He's got to he, be everywhere he, in a night. The only time he's sleeping is on his plane. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. Poor guy. You damned him to a terrible life this way. Yeah. That's pretty petty. It is. It is. It, it sucks for him. It sucks for people who hate him, but it's great for me. Well, now, mind you, I'm, I'm not going to watch almost any of these shows. But. <laughs> That's terrible. But the shows that I do tune into, I will enjoy. So. Wow. That's super petty of you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, now we're going to move into my historical pettiness. All right. I convinced Annie that we were having technical difficulties, and that's why this recording is going so late. If you break that lie, you're dead to me. What kind of technical difficulties? Jessica, does it doesn't fucking matter. We, there needs to be a consistent story. I can't support you with no information. The audio was off. and We tried to fix it for an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, moving into my story. Yes. There's <laughs> a lot of pettiness in history. Yeah, I, it, I imagine. There's a lot of it. Yeah. I'm going to talk about five of them. Okay. Some of them will shock you. Okay. Probably at least one. (laughs) We'll see. Let's move in. First up, Bonn and Buhl. Bonn and Buhl? Yes, they are German cities. Okay. Cities or towns, I guess I'm not sure. They're located across the Rhine from one another. Bonn, you see, saw the financial benefit of building a bridge across the Rhine. Sure. Because it would be beneficial not just to Bonn, but also to all the surrounding cities. Right. For trade, military travel, all that stuff. So they reached out to Buhl and they decided to build the Bruken Mansion. Oh? That is the name of the bridge. The Bruken Mansion. Um, I'm sure it's not pronounced that way, but I didn't want to pronounce it wrong while trying to pronounce it right. So I just pronounced it wrong on purpose. Just do what I do. Just be really confident in what you say, no matter if you think you're saying it right or wrong. Bruken Mansion. Wow. said it really angry. That sounded really German. (laughs) Maybe, hopefully it's right. Reach out to me, German people, and tell me if I got that wrong. So that is the name of the bridge. There were some financial disagreements between Bonn and Buhl. Um, Eventually, the bridge went quite over budget. And uh, last minute, Buhl backed out. Ah. Yeah. They said they wouldn't charge them to build the half that's on their side. 
Oh. And that they would uh, take care of the road that led to it. But the bridge was all on Bond. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Bond foots the bill. The bridge is officially opened on December 17th, 1898 at 2 p.m. This huge crowd of people shows up for the reveal. Okay. And it was beautifully constructed. It's this stone bridge that's actually still there. But what no one expected. Ah. Uh. In the center stood a feature that they kept hidden until the opening. No pun intended. Okay. <laughs> it was a sculpture of a man bent over with his ass facing bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> they paid like 10 grand <laughs> for a man to make a statue. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more. This is in the 1800s. <laughs> Wow. I, I guess everyone was really good humored about it. So a bunch of people from like Bool showed up and they thought it was really funny. And um, it turned out both towns ended up profiting from it. Oh, well, yeah. Because now it's, it's a tourist in, attraction. It, oh, yeah. It's a total tourist attraction. And it was a toll bridge. You had to pay two tolls for either side. You had to pay to leave Bool and to enter Bonn? Yes. Wow. And people from both sides of the Rhine were showing up to pay the toll just to see the statue and then walk off the bridge back the way they came. Wow. So, you know, it it really benefited all of them. Mm -hmm. And now, modern day, that relations between Bonn and Buhl are actually really good. You know, they're friends now. Uh, they've repositioned the Buttman to face okay. a new direction. Frankfurt. <laughs> <laughs> the city that was chosen as the capital of West Germany. I have a picture of the Buttman if you want to see. Because him. fuck Frankfurt. There's a pigeon on him. <laughs> oh my God. He's like showing his ass. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Yes. Mm hmm. Next up is Xerxes the <gasps> First. Xerxes? Xerxes. King. Like, like Scissor Me Xerxes? The very same. Wow. The king of Persia. Uh-huh. From 486 to 465 BCE. Right. You Oh, you knew that already. Of course. <laughs> the exact dates. Um, you may have also known that he was not known to be very chill. Um, he is a just god. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. He did spend most of his time as, as a ruler trying to conquer various parts of Greece and getting pushed back, as we saw in that one documentary, 300. 300, yes. So at some point during his attempt to conquer Greece, Xerxes ordered his men to build a bridge across the, I believe it's pronounced Hellespont. Okay. Now that's a strait that's in Turkey and it kind of forms part of the boundary between Europe and Asia. Well, the bridge collapsed during a storm. Ah. And Xerxes was fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. He ordered his men to hurl chains into the insolent sea and whip it with lashes. He's and they gonna, did. He's going to punish the sea? He did punish the sea. Okay. That's it. That's it. That, that's <laughs> the done. That That's over. You know, it's... no word on whether or not the sea learned its lesson. So, <laughs> we'll move on. so the king of Persia was not in the, the Greek mythos, yet he still punished Poseidon for being an asshole. Uh huh. By by whipping his waters. I yep. Can you imagine getting that order? <laughs> you're just you're just a fucking private. Like you're absolutely nothing in the military, and they're like, you received the orders. You must take these chains and whip the water for its insolence. Yeah. What do you? I mean, you do it obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, he like I said, he was not super chill. So I imagine there were consequences to not doing what he asked. And I bet they were also pretty pissed at the sea because they were the ones who had to build the bridge. 
Now they had to do it all over again. And whip the sea before starting again. Now they're exhausted before they even start building again. Exactly. Horrible. Next up, 1802, the Arlington House. It's on 1,000 or so acres in Arlington, Virginia. Okay. And it began to undergo construction in 1802. George Washington's adopted son, George Washington Park Custis. George Washington Park Custis. Yes, George Washington's adopted son. Why does he have three last names? What? George Washington Park Park Custis. Custis. Yes. There are three last names there. Jacob, I don't have time to answer your stupid questions. (laughs) Okay. Now, anyway, George Washington Park Custis spared no expense on the home's Greek revival design. Okay. Apparently, like, people at that time just, like, super wet their pants over Greek-style things. People still wet their pants. Apparently. Well, it was, like, really popular then. Do you know how many McMansions you see with those fucking Greek pillars? Oh, so many. So many. Why are they there? It doesn't belong. Doesn't matter. That's not (laughs) (laughs) load-bearing. People still wet their pants over it. So... Uh, He had all this work put into it, and the property was complete in 1818. A frequent visitor to Arlington House was Robert E. Lee. Okay. A.K.A. the future leader of the Confederate Army. Uh Uh-huh. Also second cousin to Custis's wife, Mary Lee Fitzhugh Custis. Mary Lee Fitzhugh. Yes. Custis. Yeah. She's got like six last names. Okay. Why? That's That's four. That's that's four last last names. No, that's two last names. Mary Mary Lee. Lee. Fitzhugh is one Fitz, is one name. Oh, Fitzhugh. Yeah. Fitzhugh is like like that shoe Fitzhugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced that way. Fitzhugh. Fitzhugh Custis. Custis. That that's he was this Robert E. Lee was the second cousin to his wife, Mary Lee Fitzhugh Custis, is what I said. Okay. Anyway, he was also the future husband of Custis's only surviving daughter, Mary Anna Randolph Custis. Okay. Sure. He married Mary Anna Randolph Custis at the very same house. And they were given the property in 1857 when old man Custis died. Wow. How kind of him to leave them the property, the thousand acre property. Yes, as, yes, as yes. As I heard. The, I mean, Greek revival, people were wetting their pants over it. Oh my God. As I mentioned, he did become the leader of the Confederate army. So after officially, officially joining the rebels in 1861, Lee had to abandon the Arlington house. Right. He was very busy, had a lot of stuff to do. Right. Did not secure someone to pay his property tax. Oh, no. So in the middle of the war, the government seized the property. Ugh. And in 1864, they began ordering that dead bodies be buried on the property's grounds. They turned it into a cemetery. Yes. Oh, no. Yes, they did. Now, after the war, Lee's son sued the U.S. government for unlawful property seizure, and he won. He won? He won. Wow. Only to flip the property back to them for a huge profit. Huh. Good for him. Yes, and that is the history of the Arlington National Cemetery. Oh, shit. Look at that. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, look, so much respect. Fuck the government. (laughs) Number one. Right. Season land. Don't think so. This next story also stays within our own borders. It is our history. Ours being the United States. Yes. Okay. It is also probably one of the pettiest wars. A war? Our country has been involved in and it was within our country state against state like like the civil war like it yes okay but not as well known and much pettier okay it is the toledo war toledo toledo the northwest ordinance of 1787 established an east-west line drawn from the southern tip of lake michigan across the base of the peninsula so the original line was drawn using maps that showed the line crossing over like intersecting 
Lake Erie. Okay. The very like tip of it. Yeah. And uh, Ohio, they settled in, they drafted their constitution in 1803. But when Michigan, when the Michigan territory was created in 1805, surveyors realized that the tip of Lake Michigan was actually much further south. So without really thinking about it. So Michigan should have had more land because technically Ohio only owned up to the tip of the lake. Right. But that's not what the map showed. So Ohio claimed it. Okay. But without thinking, the surveyors who discovered this error included the area that would later become Toledo. So now Toledo, there will be a war fought over it because it's either in Michigan or it's in fucking Ohio. Ohio. Now, the two surveys, I guess, resulted in figuring out exactly how much land was in dispute. So it was like 468 square miles. Huh. Ohio still claimed it was theirs. Michigan just said nothing and assumed jurisdiction over it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) When Michigan sought admission into the Union on December 11th, 1833, an Ohio congressman successfully lobbied to block Michigan's acceptance as a state until it agreed to Ohio's version of the boundaries. So Ohio wants to grow. They want it. They wanted that land. Ohio's Governor Robert Lucas refused to negotiate. Okay. He put his foot down. Michigan's Territorial Council passed a resolution that would find the fucking shit out of anyone other than Michigan and federal officers trying to exercise jurisdiction there. Okay. And in a blatant act of defiance, Governor Lucas turned the disputed region into a county named after himself, and he appointed his own sheriff and judge. The Ohio... The Ohio governor. Governor named it, I'm assuming, Lucas County? (laughs) I guess. And put his own sheriff there? Yes, he did. Now, Michigan's boy governor, quote unquote, I really don't know what that means. I assume that means he was really young for a governor. He was younger than fucking 60? I guess. Michigan's governor, Stevens T. Mason. Okay. Mobilized his troops in response. Oh, shit. Ohio amassed their own troops as well, and so began the Toledo War. Oh, like, we're talking full-on, like, militia on militia. Sort of. Like state war. Kind of. Kind of. It was basically nothing but dick measuring. No blood was ever spilled. (laughs) So For what? Ohio legislature, for example, voted to approve a 300,000 military budget. So Michigan approved a $315,000 military (laughs) budget. (laughs) And that's literally how the entire thing went, except for someone getting stabbed to death in a bar fight over the issue. That's the like someone from Ohio stabbed someone from Michigan. was like, fuck Michigan. you, that's ours. And Michigan was like, no, it's not, fuck you. And then the Michigan guy got stabbed to death. Finally. Well, that makes sense that the dude from Ohio was the one that stabbed. Right. Those does, Ohioans. I mean, does it? Are, I guess I don't really know. I told you, Jessica, they're the landlocked Florida. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, President Andrew Jackson stepped in and he removed Ohio's Governor Mason from office. This led to their militia disbanding. Ah. Uh, However... Still, Congress held Michigan statehood hostage, meaning it couldn't become a state until it agreed to Ohio's claims. Michigan just became a state anyway. Didn't really amount to a whole lot, but they did eventually give in to Ohio's demands. Um, And instead, they gained title to the western three quarters of the Upper Peninsula as compensation. That's why Michigan is split into like two parts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because fucking Ohio. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) So they got 9,000 square miles. Oh, that's a lot more. Of the most valuable timber, iron, and copper country in America. So they got the better deal. 
Ohio got that shitty 400 square mile piece of ass. Yeah, I got most of this information from Michigan.gov. Oh. And at the end of this article about the Toledo War, it literally says, quote, in retrospect, it's obvious who won the war, (laughs) unquote. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Michigan's petty. Petty. Wow. Petty, petty. All right, this is my last one. Okay. Jacob. Yeah. When you're made the new boss. Right. At a new job. Mm -hmm. It's important to establish your dominance. Yes. Fire. You know, three people immediately. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. In Pope Stephen VI's case, that involved digging up the former Pope's body, Pope Formosus, and putting the corpse on trial for heresy. Whoa. I know. We got popes digging up popes? There's a pope digging up a pope. And he's trying a pope? He's trying him. For heresy? Yep. E.R. Chamberlain, the author of Bad Popes, released in 1969, gives us the play-by-play, and I will be reading directly from his writings. Okay. It says, The corpse was provided with a council, who wisely kept silent while Pope Stephen raved and screamed his insults at it. The pretext for the trial was that Formosus, contrary to canon law, had accepted the bishopric of Rome while he was still bishop of another diocese. I don't think I'm following. Basically, like... You got made the governor of Ohio, but you were already the governor of Michigan. So you can't be governor of both. You can't be. You can't be the bishop of both. Now listen, I don't know that, but that's kind of how it seems to me. Okay. I'm just guessing. I guess uh, the council appointed to the corpse were not super impressed by this charge. Apparently they saw right through it. So it was very clearly politically motivated. Pope Formosus had made some controversial political moves. Ah. Yeah. For example crowning a holy Roman emperor when the former pope had already done that to someone else. Oh. That type of thing. It's not good. No, it's not. And it's also thought that Pope Stephen VI was pressured by the guy that Formosus had crowned to take his side and also see through some petty vengeance on Formosus's corpse. How so? By digging it up and putting it on trial. Oh, I thought you were going to say like they peed on it or something. Well. Uh-oh. Formosus's corpse was found guilty. No. It was stripped, <laughs> mutilated, and drugged through the streets before being reburied in a grave for foreigners. They they dragged his bones he to the was, street? He was guilty, Jacob, only to be re-exhumed, tied to weights, and cast into the Tiber River. Why? Only to be re-re-exhumed, technically, when the weights failed to hold his body to the floor of the river <laughs> <laughs> and his body washed up on the banks. Why? <laughs> This poor Pope. (laughs) I know. Yeah, so apparently the public felt much the same as you, and they were like, what the fuck is your problem? Pope Stefan, he did not have the popular uh, vote. The public public did not appreciate him. And so there was an uprising. That led to Stefan being deposed, imprisoned. Oh, no. And eventually strangled to death. Strangled to death? Like a year later. (laughs) Like in prison? In prison, yeah. Like someone strangled him? Yeah. Oh my God. That is literally how uh, his life ends. And it's because of all of that with the, the corpse and stuff, which by the way, there is a painting of. Okay, there's just a dead body sitting on a chair. Yep, it's on a it's on a throne there. And look, there's, there's Stefan pointing at it, accusingly. Wow. You see? Oh, that's very accusatory. Oh yeah. With that point. Very aggressive. And look, yeah. Formosus is like, man, I'm dead. I didn't even... Dude, homie's nothing but bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing digging up some some old bones? Yeah. 
I got most of that information from topic.com. If you guys want to do a little exploring, do some reading of your own. It's crazy, right? That is fucking nonsense. <laughs> like, hey, I'm the new Pope, but I don't feel like I have enough respect. So I'm going to dig up the old Pope and just really shit on everything that he is. Yeah. So that you will see me as the one true Pope. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Catholics for you. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's history. It's pretty petty. Fucking Catholics. It's a lot of pettiness. Catholic, Catholics get up to all sorts of shenanigans in history. They do. That's true. Historically, Catholics are 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 shysters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was that that time, you know, the Catholics and the Protestants were super at odds. I don't know if you remember that in Europe, you know, King Henry uh-huh. VIII essentially turning over a religion he'd practiced his, his entire life. Well, because King Henry VIII was like, yo, why can't I get an old? And the Catholic Church was like, um, homie, because that's not the Christian way. It's not how it works, man. And he was like, the Protestants say it's cool. And they're like, the Protestants are wrong. And he's like, mm, I don't think so. I'm Protestant now. Catholicism, out. <laughs> Protestantism <laughs> in. And I am the, the king of all Protestants now. Uh-huh. Yeah, Henry VIII, he knew what he was doing. He was super petty. He knew what he was doing. There was a lot of pettiness. He, he, wanted, he wanted to get some strange, but he didn't want God to hate him for it. That's what that was. Yeah. You know what I actually heard? Oh, sorry, did I kick you? Yeah, you fucking kicked me, you dumb I thought there was a fridge here. I thought you were a fridge. I'm not a fridge. I'm a person. <laughs> anyway, um, you want to hear something like super terribly ironic? Of course. Like bitterly so? Oh, even more. Um, Henry VIII was mainly concerned with like fucking abroad that would give him a son because okay. they all just kept popping out ladies. And he was like, ew, I don't want that. I want a boy. Right. So he kept fucking them and they just kept popping out girls. And then there was Anne Boleyn. Yeah. So she did actually ironically, end up pregnant with a boy. Right. But he ended up injured in some kind of like battle. And there was like concern that he might die. Okay. And so she was so stressed out, she miscarried. Oh, man. I know. Man. And then he was like, bitch, you killed my son. And then he hung her. Or wait, beheaded her? Beheaded her more than likely. Henry VIII beheaded everybody. Okay. Well, no, not everybody. Not Catherine of Aragon. (laughs) I don't know what else to say other than to shake my head. That is some petty bullshit. It is super petty. Well, all right. Are you going to spin the wheel? Yes. Yes, I sh- yes I shall. All right. It's kind of a long one. Ready? Okay. There is a monster under your bed. Oh. Who wants to kill you, but it's up for a trade. The monster is. Your life for five others. Okay. Two of which you love. Couldn't I just let the monster kill me so I don't have to sacrifice two people I love? No, you're trading. You said he's willing to deal. What if I don't want to make a deal? Well, that's unfortunate. You're trading. You're you're making the deal. I would just die so I don't have to sacrifice the people I love. If if you just die and sacrifice yourself, then all five of them will die. The monster will not only kill all five, but he'll kill everyone they love as well. (gasps) Oh, no. You just caused a hundred plus deaths. By trying to be selfless. Basically, you must do it. Yes, you must. The monster has a gun to your head and says... The (laughs) the monster says, I'm not going to kill you unless you name me people to kill. Okay. Well, no, because I would just let him kill me. That didn't happen. You're saying he's like the monster now like has a nine and he's like, bitch, pick three people you hate and two people you love or I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to bust a cap. And your ass. like, I don't know, a thousand people or something like that. Basically, I have no choice. You got no choice. That's how we we need to move on. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, people I don't like. Hmm. I don't know. There's like definitely at least three people on death row right now that have been there for like fucking years and haven't died yet. So maybe I'd take you out some them. of them. Yeah. You choose them. You choose the death row inmates. Yeah. Like the Green Mile. Yeah. You choose them. Yeah. But not okay. the ones who are actually innocent, like in the Green Mile. Right. Of course. Mm -hmm. No one would ever do that. No. Just the ones who are guilty hmm. of doing something terrible enough that society's like, nah, you can die. <laughs> and then two people I love. <sighs> Dang. I'll have to choose a couple of oldies because they're on their way out anyway. Right. How about, oh, my heart, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, my God. You just killed Morgan Freeman? I'm sorry. You fed him to the monster? Yes. Also, you know what? In the interest of time, because we spent way too much time talking about, you know, the issues, the hot topics. The during, hot, yeah. During, uh, I almost said lunch, during the break. Right. I, I just have to choose the first two people who pop into mind. And my heart is breaking. No. Morgan Freeman and Anthony Hopkins. You're going to kill Anthony Hopkins to that, save your own skin? Uh, no, I would rather die. But you said I can't choose that. Well, of course not. So Freeman and Hopkins are gone. Wow. I know. Last episode, we knighted him. I know. And now he's dead. Now you've murdered him. At you least fed I him to the bed monster. Oh, it ate him? I'm assuming. Okay. That's terrible. If it didn't eat his soul, it ate his flesh. R.I.P. Or both. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, for me, three people that I don't like, mm -hmm. right? Because obviously I get three of those. Uh, Tobey Maguire's one of them. Oh. Very obviously. Um, going with him very quickly would be Justin Bieber. Oh, wow. Yep. And. Tobey Maguire, Justin Bieber. And um, who's who's the lame Jonas brother? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know their names. There's like the, the main one who sings. The one with the thick eyebrows. That's who I'm thinking about. What? Because there's the main one who sings. The main one who sings has thick eyebrows. Maybe. But then there's the other one who. With diabetes, I think. Yeah. Who plays like the drums. I don't and know. And is married to Sansa from Game of Thrones. I thought the main guy with the eyebrows was married to Sansa from Maybe. Game of Thrones. Maybe that's the case. <laughs> These are not okay. celebrities we know very well. Okay, well, hold on. Let's so you're think. saying the least popular of the three. Let's think. Jonas, 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 Nick Jonas, Joe there, Jonas. I don't know. Was he like? Was there like, was like a Trevor Jonas? Like Kevin? Trav Kevin? 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 Travis? No, you nailed it. It's Kevin. <laughs> oh. So that's, it's Tobey Maguire. It's Justin Bieber and it's Kevin Jonas. Now, Kevin Jonas is also kind of a petty thing because I feel like, you know, Nick and Joe would make some good music after their brother gets eaten by a monster. <laughs> you know, they have the potential. They you, just make shit. Wait, things. you like their songs? No, no, no. I'm not saying that I like their music. I'm saying I, I hear their potential. They they have a chance. You want to sprinkle in some tragedy? Yes. Really yes. get like the best music out of them. Yes. I want them to have like an Adele 21 album. You know what I mean? Whoa, that's heavy. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, obviously Kevin's dead. So that happens. Now- <laughs> I gotta, I gotta sprinkle in some people that I love, two of them. You do. I do, man. You have to do what I do. First two people that come to mind. I'm, I'm so sorry. Not only for, for these two men, but for the world, honestly. Okay. Uh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. <gasps> My heart. They're both being fed to the, to the bed monster. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. We lost four good men today. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. They would have been knighted too, all of them. I'm sure. I don't think I would have knighted Morgan Freeman. Would you have knighted Morgan Freeman? 
Sure, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> you can only knight five people a year. We discussed that. That's so. okay. It's just an excuse to meet him. Oh, that's a good point. I, I, I would just, the controversy though, you know? What do you mean the controversy? Like you can knight two people that hate each other. Like, I don't fucking know. You can knight Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton at the same time, you know? Ugh. No, I don't want, I don't want to do that. But, but the controversy, you know? <laughs> like it'd be the so exciting. The juice. The juice. <laughs> It'd just be so thrilling, you know? <laughs> wow, okay. You yeah. could knight... You, you could knight, knight... You could knight George W. Bush. Oh. <laughs> and? Who <laughs> <laughs> are you going to say a terrorist? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> okay, you could knight... You could knight... Like, I don't know. What's like two celebrities who are like at each other's throats right now and just always are? They just fucking hate each other. Oh, my God. See, that'd be way more interesting than Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Uh-huh. Is uh-huh. Donald Trump and, like, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Uh-huh. Oh, they fucking hate each other. I almost talked about them. Yeah. They would take the sword I was knighting them with, and they would, like, fight each other for it so that one yeah. of them could stab the other. They'd try to, like, cut each other's, like, flabs off. <laughs> <laughs> they would fillet their flabs? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I mean, that was a that was a great question. Was that ascended? I don't remember writing that one, the long one. I didn't write it. So yeah, okay. yeah, it was ascended. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the monster uh, under the bed sending. Thanks. Whoever you are, sorry for the middle spin. We didn't even read that one because you know we had our own petty wishes to make. That's okay. We'll just add it back to the. So wheel. yeah, it's still there. We just spun again. See if it pops up again. Yeah, it could have been this one. All right. Well, that's the end. We're done. We're over. That's it. Never again. Oh, no, no. We're, we'll be back next uh, week. Oh, we'll be back? Yeah, we'll be back. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I take it back. We'll be back. Yes. This has been Three Shots In. Please like, rate, subscribe, share this podcast with absolutely everyone that you know. Yes. Like I said, visit our website, threeshotsin.com. That'll connect you to our social media. Join us on Instagram. We go live at least once a week for shots. Join us on Patreon because we're about to post a poll for the next Three Shot Cinema. That's right. You get to decide whether we watch a good movie, like Oscar-winning movie, or a terrible movie. You can choose mercy, or you can choose violence. Yes. You can choose to torment, or you can choose to appease. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. The, I don't the think topic I, next week, Jessica. I don't know what it is. I never know. I never check. Fans. Fans? Fans. That can mean anything. That can mean, like, big-ass, like, industrial fans. Sure. That could mean like like stalker fans. I think I talked about that already. Well, could do it again. I guess I could. It could be about, I mean. Sports fans. Sports fans. It's what you talked about last episode. Maybe we should change it. Are we not going to talk about fans anymore? I don't know now. Eh, whatever. Why don't we talk? It could, it could be fans of true crime who commit crime. <gasps> I'm back in. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It could be fans of. Of of reality shows that that follow them on Twitter <laughs> and, and go all over Hollywood chasing these people and and throw eggs at their cars and stuff. Sure. It could be anything. Oh my I am so excited for this next subject. Yes, because fans are great. Great, great, great. We love our fans. And we do love our fans. Thank you, patrons. Especially to Sweet Sam, who has been very upset with us recently for describing in detail Paul Giamatti's naked body and all the terrible things we don't want to imagine he does, but we do describe. No one wants to imagine giving Paul Giamatti head 
while making holding <laughs> eye contact over the horizon, horizon of, his of his belly. Yeah. But that's what we talk about. There's this like is, a couple centimeters of, of blur because of his belly fuzz. His belly fuzz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fur's there. Uh-huh. His nipples are protruding. Probably oh too much, you know? <laughs> okay. Maybe he's pinching Stop one it. or two. I don't know. <laughs> Sam somewhere is going, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for joining us. This has been Three Shots In. Three Shots In. Why would you one-up me? I already said it. Well, what am I supposed to say? You don't have to say anything. Why do you always have to be in competition with me? Because I'm better than you. You're not. I'm better. No. I'm better. No, you're not. You're worse. So you want to handle taking over the music in the episodes? You want to put that in? Because yeah. you're such a musical expert mm-hmm. who's so much better than me. I'm better than you in all things. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Are you better than me in sucking penis? <laughs> <laughs>